This week's episode of the Sports Lords is brought to you by the Cream City Creamery. If Milwaukee, a.k.a. Cream City, the Bucks, win the NBA Finals in Game 6, all fans attending the game at Five Serve Forum get as much fresh milk as they can carry from our very large cow, Bessie's Teat. Bring your buckets and milk, Bessie, yourself. Mmm, that cream's fresh from the teat. Yummy, yum, yum, yummer, said. And now it's time for the Sports Lord. <laughs> yum. giveaway cows, boys bring in them cows what an amazing giveaway and might i add it's just one cow that everyone's gonna go get to milk that's incredible that's a hell of a cow that's um the biggest cow in the state of wisconsin yeah she's seven million pounds (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure naturally bred just to to do uh giveaways for basketball fans they build, mean, them, they build them different in the Midwest, boys. Jimmy knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, they do. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's a great giveaway because I don't know about you guys, but I drink milk with every meal. You yeah, know? I do know that about you. Yeah, unpasteurized, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. From the cow, unpasteurized. Give me those bacteria. Give me, the, give me all of it. Just you, the way God intended it, you know? Mm-hmm. Give me you that. Convert- you converted me because I do it pre-workout, post-workout. I just do, I actually do a whole gallon of milk before and after. Yeah. I have to sleep in a different room for my wife because, because of my tremendous gas from all the milk that I drink, but my bones are like titanium. So yeah, yeah. Jimmy, I've seen Jimmy fall out of like a fourth story window and just <laughs> dent the ground and get yeah. up like nothing happened. Yeah, I'm very reckless when it comes to heights because I'm I'm basically invincible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all that milk. Yep. And I will say, to be clear to those surfs listening out there who may have seen the the chocolate milk commercials that Al Horford and Clay Thompson used to do, where it's like I drink milk after my workouts. Kevin's not messing around with chocolate milk. He's drinking straight up unpasteurized, pure from the cow milk after his workouts. Chocolates. I mean, let's be frank. Chocolate makes the milk a little unpure. And I don't mean Mm -hmm. that uh, there's no metaphor there. I just mean that's too sweet. I want straight, uh, pure milk. And, and, you know, like Jimmy said, he has to sleep in a different room from his wife because of the, the gas. And similarly, I tend to drive people away in public because I'm constantly, I've I've got a lot of phlegm. So I'm constantly Mm -hmm. hawking things up. (laughs) Uh, I'm sneezing, my nose is running, um, but it's worth it because when I hit the gym, people, they take notice because I, I can bench press, um, 105 pounds Mm -hmm. and, uh, no problem. You know, that's incredible. I can curl 10 pound dumbbells. I mean, sometimes I even go up to 15, like at the same time on, no, I have to do two hands on one, Okay, but it's still, you know, pretty good. I, I get after it and it's thanks to milk. And so if I was in cream city tonight, I'd be going to, cause I have a feeling that the bucks are going to close it out tonight. I'm thinking about flying out there now that I've heard this. Cause I too, am a milk, I'm a milkman myself. Yeah. I mean, and like, that's what happened to my thumb. Really. I didn't cut it at work at the kitchen job I work in. I was just guzzling down a nice, yeah. like, I don't like it too cold because then it's like gives me like brain freeze. So I like my milk room temperature. But I was That's guzzling. Yeah. yeah, I was guzzling on a bottle and I was so excited. I crushed the glass bottle and actually cut my hand that way. Mm-hmm. So that's what ended up happening. Cause I, yeah. yeah. That happens a lot. Um, yeah. Because the milk just gives you that strength. <laughs> it's strong. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I actually recently found out it's, I've been pronouncing it incorrectly. It's actually pronounced milk. 
Melk. Melk. Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's an old German. It's an old German word. Melk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that old German baseball player, Melky Cabrera, right? Yeah. Yes. He, he was from Bavaria. He was a uh-huh. Munich guy. Had yeah. A, you know, there's lots of pics of him off the field and later Hosen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if you do make it to Cream City for that game tonight to take advantage of the promotion, you know, like the way people go on eBay and sell bobbleheads, you could flip that milk too and make yeah. a tidy little profit. You bring enough buckets because that's good milk. People will oh, pay yeah. a pretty penny for that. Yeah. And I, yeah, bet, I, mean, I heard they're just going to like open the doors and let people run to the pen where Bessie, and it's like first come, first served. It's just like people put, you know, you got to get yeah. in, you got in quick. Yeah. yeah, you, oh, yeah. You hear, you've heard of the term Midwestern nice. That all goes out the window when Bessie's around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When we're talking milk and Bessie, oof. Yeah. Look out, it's boys. In, it's intense. I mean, I, I would fly out there. I would fly out there just to get some of that sweet, sweet Bessie milk for creamer in my cafefe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I get it. Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you know the crowd is going to be rowdy tonight. Mm. They're all going to be jacked up on milk, man. <laughs> it's going to be wild, man. I can't wait. Uh, and speaking of, I mean... What what are you guys? Do you think the Bucks? You think Giannis is gonna end it tonight? I you know I I don't know what to think honestly because a week ago yeah we were all saying like they're up two zero the Suns are up two zero or tomorrow like, sorry Kyle my bad Kyle yeah. corrected me the game's tomorrow yeah they're spacing uh, them out now yeah but yeah when the Suns started two zero I was like yeah. Sons are going to wrap this thing up. Now here we are. It's three, two bucks. I don't know what the hell to think. Yeah. Cause I mean, even last week when it was two, two, yeah, I think it was two, two when we still did the show last week. And I was like, Oh, Phoenix will probably take it. Like Devin Booker had a bad, or it was maybe two one. I was like, Devin Booker had a bad game. There's no way he's going to like have two bad games in a row. And he hasn't, he rebounded and had a 40 pointer the other day and still, and they still lost um it's a hard to predict series man because it seemed like all the momentum was on phoenix they were the healthier of the two teams uh the bucks looked lost and weren't making adjustments in the first few games but man Giannis is playing mvp caliber again drew holiday is establishing himself as like i mean he's already the best defender in the league was what most players say but he's had a hell of a he had a game of his life uh, on Saturday night and Chris Middleton is finally like showing out and uh, on a major stage for everyone to see. So, but then again, Phoenix could, you know, they have the firepower to do it. So it's, yeah. it's really hard to predict. It's been kind of a weird series that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, the bucks are in a good spot because even if they lose tomorrow, right. It goes back to, to Milwaukee for game seven. Right. Or no, oh no, game no. six is in Milwaukee. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Suns, the Suns, they're fighting for their lives, but but um yeah. Yeah, yeah something that has been said a lot too, because the Suns are the younger of the two teams in terms of just like average age. I know they have Chris Paul and some other veterans, but you know, they're a young team that doesn't have a ton of playoff experience. And I've heard a few writers and other NBA guys say this, which I sort of agree with. It's like the NBA in particular, you have to like suffer a little bit before you can win. Mm-hmm. So like you have to, you know, like Jordan took six years. He couldn't get past the Pistons. He couldn't, you know, he couldn't beat like the Celtics and other teams before, you know, LeBron, yeah. the same, like you have to kind of go through it a little bit. Um, it's rare that a super team just forms and like wins. Right. Um, and Milwaukee's kind of been through it. They've had a lot of rough playoffs in the recent past mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and Phoenix is young and they're new and, and, you know, they've, never been there so it it feels like that storyline if that really is a real thing could work in milwaukee's favor at this point because they haven't been shaken i mean they got down 0-2 to brooklyn they got down to atlanta they were down again and they've been able to kind of get it together and really fight back so but that's why you play the games yeah it's just crazy that Giannis's knee got bent like that yeah 
and he's doing the things he's doing. That's just, I, it's unbelievable. I heard when he hurt his knee, they took an IV straight from Bessie's mm-hmm. udders and put it into Giannis's knee and into his veins yeah. and look at him now. That makes sense. I wonder how the league is going to address that in the off season. Cause I could see them banning milk IVs, you know, cause that seems like the bucks would have a big advantage. Well, Kyle kind of pointed it out um, in the chat here that, um, I mean, milk is already a controlled substance in baseball. So, you know, it's still allowed in, in basketball, but, you know, we could see 2022, the 21-22 season is the year that they finally do something about all the milk in the league. Yeah. yeah. But I don't hey. want to, I don't want to start spreading conspiracies here. We're not like a conspiracy QAnon-ish, whatever podcast or whatever, but you have to wonder or like I've, I have sources that have said that Shikari Richardson or whatever actually didn't get, she got banned from the Olympics and it was milk. It wasn't weed, uh, but they said marijuana to try to cover it up. Wow. I mean, cause yeah. Uh, I've yes. heard people are, people are saying, people are talking, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's many are saying, many are saying, um, yeah, so uh but the series got entertaining. It was very boring to start and a yeah. lot of people were a lot of people were saying it was maybe the worst finals ever or like the least interesting finals in a lot not ever but in a long time because there's been other boring finals like when the Nets and Spurs were playing in like the early 2000s and stuff like those weren't very fun, but it's really picked up. The last few games have been really fun. I mean, that alley-oop to end the game on Saturday night was incredible. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, what a ballsy play. Like, for Drew to steal the ball straight out of Devin Booker's hands and then just, like, oop it up to Giannis to basically hit the nail in the coffin there. Yeah. Yep. Pretty it'd wild be, stuff. <clears throat> it'd be, uh, you know, it'd be cool to see either of those teams get a, uh, a championship. So, yeah. I'm I still leaning Milwaukee a little. Like, in terms of – rooting interest i would rather milwaukee win but yeah that's just i'm i'm in the same boat um but but i won't be mad either way no definitely not it's not like the lakers winning or something which is unacceptable or the celtics yeah yeah i don't i don't know because i i i guess i yeah i don't know no real rooting interest here but um i just like Giannis, and i feel like i I don't know. I'd like to see that that guy win. I do too. I do think even if they don't get it, like you, they have plenty of time because yeah. Giannis is a young man. He's yeah. but a young man. And it's crazy that they were going to sign Bogdan Bogdanovich and the yeah. deal fell through last minute and Atlanta jumped in. But it's like if they had Bogdan on that team, it's like, holy crap. Yeah. They're already they were gonna have, really they good. were gonna have him in addition to like middle to everything they have holiday. instead of wow. PJ Tucker, they probably would have had Bogdan or something like that. Wow. Yeah, that would have been nuts. But it kind of fell through last second, and the Hawks swooped in and took him. As as Hawks do. Yeah. Yes, yes, indeed. Kaka. Kaka indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um you know, we'll see. Like Phoenix had the pressure, I feel like, of trying to close out the series at home, which sometimes in front of your home fans, there's like an added layer of more pressure. Mm-hmm. But uh, now Milwaukee has to try to do that. So we'll see how they handle it. Yeah. Should be good. Gonna also, be exciting. Also, we found out last game that uh, – NBA super agent and LeBron James' best friend, Rich Paul, uh, is dating Adele. Yeah. So interesting, it was interesting their f- combo there. Yeah, it was their first public appearance, I believe. Because it was wow. like, what the hell is Adele doing in Phoenix? <laughs> you know? I love basketball and I love Phoenix. I know she's a Tottenham Hotspur fan in the Premier League, but, you know, I didn't realize she was. And it's like, oh, she's dating Rich Paul. Good for um, them. Good for them, indeed. I'm just I'm looking up pictures of uh, of this sighting, and uh, she's man. sitting next to LeBron. 
Because LeBron That's... showed up to support his BFF, Chris Paul. Any relation to the agent? Are they related, Chris Paul? No, and Chris no, Paul? no, no, no. I don't believe so. Okay. Well, no, Chris Paul's brother is Cliff Paul, who sells insurance for state. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, he wears glasses. Right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's twin, twin brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Adele is looking fantastic, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well fit. She looking well fit. A fit bird. A true oh, fit yeah. bird. Oh, yeah, isn't it? Um, by what the a way, beautiful language. What a beautiful. Can, you know. can we can we talk just for because you brought up Cliff Paul? Mm-hmm. I do want to quickly touch on the the latest version of Chris Paul State Farm ads. We mm. might have talked about it where he's like afraid of being in a commercial. Is the shtick now? Yeah, I hate self referencing commercials that are like aren't aren't we annoying guys? Because that's yeah. sort of what's happening. Yeah. I uh, just want to point out that uh, those suck and mm-hmm. uh, I don't like them. Yeah. yeah, pretty much every iteration of the State Farm, the whole State Farm universe they've created now, very annoying. Um, yeah, from I'm more Patrick of a progressive verse fan myself. Same here, but... <laughs> the progressive verse guy. How come, how come, why is it that auto insurance companies, auto and home insurance companies spend by far the most advertising dollars of any kind of industry. What the hell is up with that? Just off the top of my head, I would guess it's because people don't fully understand what the products are mm-hmm. and how to differentiate between them all. So it's like the easiest way. I don't know. It's not like a car or like, I don't know, a fast food restaurant or something where you can be like, I like that one better. Right. Like, I don't know. It's fucking, I have to buy it to own a car. So uh, Geico. Sure. Right. Yeah. They got the, the duck or whatever. So I like them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Man. Yeah. The the government and government employees insurance company. Yeah, sure. Okay. Why not? That sounds good. Um, Um, Yeah. My wife and I talk about this all the time where it's like, when you, when you really boil everything down, like when you're watching TV, there's only five, there's like five things that run <laughs> everything. And it's like food, banks, cars, and like insurance. Cause that's like mm-hmm. every commercial is one of those things basically. And, and, and I uh, guess entertainment, singles. like movies and shit. Well, I like would in, add in, yeah. I would add in just, I was going to say like shipping and logistics, but that's now just Amazon. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, sort of combined into everything now. <laughs> Yeah, but you might see a commercial where it's just like, it's actually great to work here. Oh, every Amazon commercial, that's all it is. It's like, working here is good. (laughs) We like it. It's not bad. (laughs) And then the Google, the Google commercials are another one where they're at, which again, it's like, why do you, if you're Google, what really do you need to advertise for? You, you, you won. Google won. Yeah. It's the only search engine. It's the only like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm still using Netscape Navigator. I'm holding on. Uh, I get on on the internet on that, and then I I use Ask Jeeves. Oh, okay. I'm a Bing guy. A Bing, you, yeah. Bing. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm an Alta Vista guy. Oh, sure. okay. Classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I just I want to. I'm I'm not rich, so I want to feel like I am and have an internet butler uh, <laughs> bring me my things. That's why I stick with Ask Jeeves. Yes, absolutely. Um, I was going to say something else about commercials, but I forget. But before we get off of NBA, I do see in uh, in the uh, somebody here in the show notes is talking about better actor. Who do we think is better actor, LeBron or MJ? Mm. And I'm curious, whoever put that in there, have you guys watched the new Space Jam? Has any either of you guys watched it? Okay. No, no, I, I have a hot take it. already. Yeah, I, I, heard, I saw something about it getting some negative. It got a negative review in the New York Post, I believe, which yeah. is the paper of record in this country. <laughs> um, yeah. So pretty damning. Um, but that's all I know. Um, yeah. I um I have not seen it. I my hot take is I think Space Jam One sucks too. 
Um, you know, it's but interesting. It's also, to be clear, though, before before you go on, I think it yeah. sucks. Like the New York, and I think this one probably will too. But it's a movie for children, so my opinion doesn't matter. Agreed. I, I agree with you. Um, I think the Onion headline that said like yeah. six year olds not going to see Space Jam because of bad New York Times review. Yeah, that was like because yeah, it's like why are you reviewing a movie yeah. for children? Uh, and I think the part of that is that in our culture today, the the line is completely blurred between being a grown up and liking grown up things and being a, a baby and liking baby things yeah. because it's now everyone likes Marvel, everyone likes. Um, Game of Thrones, everyone likes Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Harry Potter, Potter like fantasy, <laughs> fantasy comic book stuff. Our culture's been fully babyfied. We're I fully babyfied. And I did include, <laughs> I included Marvelous Mrs. Maisel as a joke, but it kind of, what I've seen of that, it's also sort of for baby brain people. And it's baby comedy. It's yeah. baby comedy. So I think because of that, even people who work the New York Times, and I say even as if because a lot of them are not that smart. Uh, they're kind of babies themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that they have forgotten that this is a movie for babies. And mm-hmm. that if you want to watch a baby movie, you can. But you shouldn't, um, you shouldn't trick yourself into thinking that it's worthy of your criticism. It's just watch it or don't, like it or don't. But please don't write about it. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and also, um, I wanted to jump on piggyback sort of go ahead and piggyback on what diego said because about a week ago i re-watched space jam like oh the new one's about to come out let's watch the old one and i had nothing but fond memories of it and i watched it and i was like this fucking sucks this is yeah. a weird dumb movie it's um, not good folks it's yeah. not a good movie it's really bad i will say michael jordan as an actor is like pretty good like he doesn't gonna say I don't know. I I feel like it's it's close between him and LeBron. I never saw Trainwreck. LeBron is the but, best part of that movie. Oh, you know yeah. what? I did see He's that. He's funny. And, He's and got I agree. good timing. He has good timing. I but heard... Michael Jordan was good on SNL too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jordan's funny. We know that now from watching The Last Dance. Like, yeah. Yeah. As, as a guy, he's funny. Yeah. Um so uh but yeah, the movie was awful, but Michael Jordan was pretty good. The beginning of the movie was fun. It was kind of when they get into the cartoon universe, it gets really stupid. And I will say the running gag with Bill Murray was funny, where he's like, his whole thing is like, uh, just give me a shot to try out for the Bulls. Like, mm-hmm. And it's just funny that a like a 40-something-year-old schlubby comedian thinks he's got a shot with the Bulls. But, I just never liked it even as a kid, uh, Space Jam. I may have been a little too old when it came out because I'm like older than you guys a little bit, but yeah. Well, it's also kind of weird now, too, because like do kids, do young kids now even like know the Looney Tunes characters? That's yeah. Does that mean anything to them? Because even by the mid 90s, it was like Looney Tunes. What was it, 1953? I love Looney Tunes, but I don't, you know, it's like again nostalgia for me because as yeah. a kid and yeah. spa- the original space jam came out in 96 i was a freshman in high school so i was more interested in honking off or doing that kind of stuff than <laughs> i do think watching I, space jam <laughs> i got i think i remember seeing it because it came out in what 96 96 yeah so i saw it at my friend's 10th birthday or, or 11th birthday and i remember it I, that's why I had fond memories because we went and saw it at the theater and then we probably uh, went to, I don't know, probably went to everybody's pizza in Virginia Highlands. Sure. And then yeah. um, then we probably went back and uh, went into the woods and uh, buried porno mags. I don't know, whatever <laughs> we were doing back then. <laughs> you know, I can only yeah. kind of remember. Yeah, but yeah. I agree that no one should be taking it seriously. It's meant to sell like happy meals and toys and <laughs> basically what it's made for. It's not yeah. a film. It's not a work of art. Yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> yeah. 
it's a summer movie yeah like, just enjoy it enjoy that movies still exist because they yeah. almost don't didn't exist anymore or just don't watch it at all or, you know or, yeah no opinion don't need it's opinion okay. yeah <laughs> i no. have seen a thing on the on the internet too um where people are going around stores and stealing all the lebron james head off the figurines that they're selling so there's like a bunch of like lebron james face space jam action figures with no heads uh so that's a thing i'm probably maybe a tiktok thing i don't know i was gonna say not on there i've spent a little bit of time on tiktok um the last like month just sort of getting to know it and there's some real weird shit going on on there man so (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised if that's a subgenre of tiktok now Mm -hmm. um there's yeah, some real my, sick it's some some real depravity on there my favorite thing i've seen <laughs> that's come out of tiktok has been the woman who it gives tips on how to make your kids kid entrepreneurs <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> it's good to you know start teaching your kids how to be dirt bags with money yeah um, at an early was, age i saw i saw something similar um where it was like it was like a 13 year old giving a Ted talk. Mm. Like when I was eight, I just wanted to be. <laughs> See, this is the flip side of a babyfied society. Now yeah. the only serious like adults are babies. Yeah. Boss yeah, baby. And like the kids, other movie that's out now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kids are giving talks about like mindset and like how to make them, you know, a million dollars in real estate. Yeah, and it's like you're a kid. Just go watch the dumb Space Jam movie. This yeah, lady, the, yeah, this lady was purporting that like she was promoting an idea that like if you're a kid, like you ask for toys and then you play with them, but like keep them in good condition and then you sell them to your friends for more money. It's like Jesus. What a what an evil thought that is. You know, like a lemonade yeah. stand. Sure, go for that. You know, but like taking your presents and reselling them is insane yeah it's it's like i bet she's also arguing that masks are bad because we should let kids be kids at the same time you know what i mean (laughs) she seems one of like one of those women (laughs) i'm sure sure those kids are gonna grow up to be super cool well-liked um normal people yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah. you got to get the art of the deal as young as you can you know yeah exactly <laughs> yeah a bunch of boss babies running around <laughs> um well so yeah watch space jam talk about it tweet about it it's great and uh i mean don't do any of that yeah no absolutely not yeah uh yeah that's uh that's where we are with the nba and then i think uh What's what's the deal with Team USA basketball? Because I know we got the Olympics coming up, and I saw that Team USA was shitting the bed a little bit. Well, not only have they lost, they lost a couple of exhibition games, which whatever you know, and and that led to the whole Stephen A. Smith uh, controversy, where he really, um, well, he did two things. He did the Shohei Otani hot take. Oh yeah, that, sort that of was, discussed about. Yeah. Um, major league baseball's star like face of the league shouldn't have an interpreter which is look classic racism that's existed forever i mean brian cashman wanted to take translators away from el duque because he said he'd have you know it's a thing that's happened in baseball forever but that same show uh lost within all that controversy he was also talking downplaying the nigerian basketball team which beat team usa and how bad they were. And it's like, hey, man, like, there's a lot of NBA guys that are, like, of Nigerian descent. And also, like, other countries can get good uh, at basketball as well. Um, so, yeah, they lost those couple games. But the big problem with Team USA right now is I think they only have, like, seven players who are healthy to play right now. Because mm-hmm. uh, Jeremy Grant is in COVID protocols already because he's got he's tested positive. Kevin Love dropped out. Uh, there's other guys. You know, it's it's becoming a whole. The Olympics in general are already yeah. a problem with COVID. Um, yeah, doesn't seem like it's gonna go so good. <laughs> and uh, maybe the people of Japan, not the government, but the citizens, were correct in not wanting them. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's, it seems like because in this. You know, in the States, like COVID is somewhat 
under control, but in certain states, because it's on the rise and a lot. Right. Uh, but um, it seems like a pretty risky endeavor when the entire world is on many different pages when it comes to rolling out vaccines and case numbers and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Well, and aren't they not going to be able to have fans? No, right. no fans. Yeah. No yeah, fans. So, it's like, isn't that a, ma- a major part of the whole thing is like people from all over the world get to travel and see, you know, their people from their home country compete. Yeah. Um, but I would argue that that's because obviously they did a lot of sports with no fans over the past year, but the Olympics specifically is like, that's like, yeah, it's the world coming together. It's not yeah. just nobody gives that much of a shit about shot put you know speak for yourself man i will okay (laughs) i don't give a shit about the shot put um yeah so that's 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 gonna be weird but um team usa will get it together man i think they're coming off the playoffs a lot of these guys they haven't had a lot of practice um sometimes i do i'm like should they go back to just doing like college players for the Olympic men's basketball team. Cause it's like the expectations, like the U S dominates every Olympics. Mm. Cause we have the best players in the world. And then, you know, every now and then there's like, like, I think 2004, we won the bronze medal or so it was a bad, there's one year we didn't win gold. The expectations are always like insanely high as they should be. But like, I don't know, it could be more, it could be more fun to like have it more competitive where we're not just like throwing out the world's best players every time. I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, you also got to give other countries credit sometimes, which I know is hard to do here, but like, you know, sometimes Australia's got a good team. They're loaded with NBA guys and Ben Simmons wasn't even on the team. Um, Our boy Deladova is on there, right? Oh yeah. And uh, Joe Ingles. I didn't know uh, Ingles was an Olsi. Oh, yeah. He's a huge trash talker from down under. <laughs> Used to play Kangas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's how we get good Kangas. <laughs> I played in the team of all koalas against the team of Rose. But, yeah, as far as the Olympics, I think they are supposed to start, like, this week. Yeah, a couple days. Man, okay. Yeah. <laughs> As I just supporting. the Olympics are just like, I don't know. Why, why, do, why do I not care anymore? Is it just, I feel like the Olympics is a thing where once it's here, I'm like, oh, cool. But this year, I'm just like. Yeah, I used to get way more excited about the Olympics when I was younger. Um, I mean, obviously, we all grew up in Atlanta when, uh, the Olympics were there and there was so much excitement for years building up. And then mm-hmm. when it was there, it was like a major, the major event of the city, but I don't know. Yeah. Also, I think the more you learn about the reality of Olympics and what they end up doing to the host country, it's like, Oh yeah, maybe we shouldn't do these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It seems like it's more of a racket. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of money gets flushed down the toilet every time, yeah. basically. But I am excited for the shot put, even if Kevin isn't. Um, Not excited, wait. couldn't care less. <laughs> well, I just hope they can ship Bessie over there so our shot putters can get some fresh milk and shot put the hell out of those shots. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, from what I, from what I am, you know, do they even have milk in Japan? I don't know. I yeah, I don't think their culture em- embraces milk the way <laughs> Westerners do. No, they like they like a lot of other kinds of delicious food, but I don't know. I don't know if the East Asia is big on milk. They're more into tea. <laughs> sure, sure. I uh, like I like a good Thai iced tea. I like a good Southern sweet tea. <laughs> Ooh, don't get me started on, on a hot day. Tea. <laughs> Splash the milk in there. Ooh, Ooh yeah, creamy Ooh, tea. Boy, I tell you, you get milk and that southern sweet tea. <laughs> but um, 
speaking of the Olympics, if you guys could participate in an Olympic event, like if, if like snap of a finger, you're like the best in the world at one thing at the Olympics, what event would you, would you take on? And it could be winter too. I'll open it up. I know this is like an impromptu thought, but I've always wondered like, Uh, would you rather be fast? Would you rather like be strong or jump high team individual? Man, there's so many good ones. Yeah. I think, I think for summer, my, my first thought is uh, the high jump. Mm, Really? Yeah. I was, I was thinking that too. Javelin would be pretty cool to just like throw a, be able to throw a spear like 50 yards. Uh, yeah. I think I'd still be like one or 200 meter dash. Just like if I was that good to be like the fastest human alive would be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, I, that'd I'm, be awesome. I'd take that, but yeah, I'd say high jump because my vertical is about, I don't know, four inches. So mm, sure. I'd love to, bump that up by like 25 inches or whatever yeah i mean the decathlon is really the one that's like this is the best all-around athlete because you're tested in everything so like if you wanted to do the you know the whole thing with that but it's not as sexy or cool yeah um for winter i think i'd go like luge that seems like that'd be pretty cool to just like shoot down a little ice tunnel Seems scary. Die. Skeleton mm. seems even scarier because isn't that like basically the same thing but face first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, is there? I feel like every winter Olympic sport is uh, kind of scary. Yeah. I can't think of one that, because curling I was, isn't. Curling is not. You're right. But uh, I, I was thinking um, like the alpine ski jump thing. Oh yeah. yeah. All the skiing ones are pretty insane. Yeah, because even cross-country skiing, it's, like, so intense, and you have guns that, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe someone doesn't like me and takes me out. <laughs> yeah. Always a, always a possibility. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of enemies around the world, so. Yeah. Same. You gotta um, keep your head on a swivel. Yeah, always. When you're a lord, when you're a lord as big as us, is yeah. the way we are, you gotta always be ready. Oh, especially, yeah. especially when we're across in, in Ireland. I always carry a musket when I'm in Ireland just because I know there's a bounty on my head yeah. as a lord. Yep. Um, yeah, for Winter Olympics, I don't know. I might do figure skating. Yeah. <laughs> that I would love to see. I'm so graceful. You know, I'd be good at it. Yeah. I yeah, there are a lot of 6'5 male yeah. figure skaters, yeah. right? It's good to be 6'5 well male figure skaters who are not flexible at all. <laughs> And whose bones are super strong because of all the milk I drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't, I, I know, like, I can't get pumped for these Olympics or some. I mean, maybe it's because they feel extra forced. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little weird. I don't know. I mean, and part of it, too, I feel like is just, like, living in this time where there's so much content Mm -hmm. it's so easy to just be you're just distracted by there's just shit happening all the time there's so many things that it's like when we were kids it was like oh cool the olympics i don't have anything else to watch (laughs) so you know you'd be locked in and now you're like i can i can just turn on my tv and watch any movie ever um (laughs) basically so. And there's no Dan versus Dave uh, commercial yeah. or anything like that for all you old heads that would yeah. remember that potentially. I do remember that. That there's was cool. A, there's a 30 for 30 podcast about that, I believe. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Because they both fa- they both did terribly. Yeah. And then the Olympics after, uh, Dan ended up doing really well, but got lost in the shuffle because there were no ads anymore for him. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're right though, Jimmy. I think it's yeah, it's it's content too much content to give a shit about this once every four year event. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, there's so many different kinds of sports. Like, I don't know, because the, the there's World a lot Cup, going on. Yeah, I, I can always get locked into the World Cup, uh, the Olympics. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll change my tune next week, and I'll be like, I've watched every event, and I'm 
I'm a, I'm up 24 seven and I've been smoking crack so I can watch as much as possible. <laughs> I don't, I don't foresee it. Yeah. Um, but Hey, write it right in and let us know if we're wrong and you're going to be locked into the Olympics and you're psyched or yeah. let us know, let us know what we should be paying attention to. If it's yeah. like, Oh, you haven't been keeping up with the hammer throwers. Well, there's this exactly. one guy who's awesome. Yeah. That one's pretty cool. That feels like that's like it's directly descended from, you know, like guys doing doing that in war, ancient war, like throw this heavy rock to kill yeah. some people. Or like the discus. Yeah. 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 A lot of these do seem to be war training things like yeah. wrestling. Javelin. Uh, the, uh, as yeah. Kyle was saying, the Nordic combined where you shoot and ski. That's probably some Nordic war thing. Mm-hmm. um the yeah. skateboard half pipe yeah well our uh <laughs> people don't know this space force got a lot of attention but trump also started skate force yeah. and it's led by Sh- uh sean white and tony hawk and they just skateboard and they carry automatic weapons on them bazookas and such <laughs> it's the future of warfare okay if we want to beat china we got to have a skate force. That's and it. you got to look cool doing it. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Vans. Vans. Off the wall. <laughs> Off the wall. Um, but yeah, so write us in, write in if you like the Olympics and we'll flush those right down the toilet. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, just kidding, surfs. But hey, should we jump over to the baseball? Yeah, I was going to say, just like last week after we were talking about the Braves needing to just uh, quit altogether, they started making moves. They're making moves. Oh, uh, yeah. they, they picked up old Jock Peterson, old Jockstrap Peterson from sure. the Chicago Cubs, formerly the world champion Los Angeles Dodgers, a power lefty outfielder. Um, they kind of had to – I guess they they – because Ronald Acuna was injured and is out for the season, they needed to do something. And I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think this is enough to get them, keep them in contention? Or do you think they're going to turn around and flip jock in a couple of weeks when they are out of it? Well, they also signed Steven vote or Vogt or whatever the catcher. Don't forget him. I uh, yes. Yeah. It's their seventh catcher. Yeah, season pretty kind of insane. Fun distinction. Yeah, what's so we got Travis Darno, Alex Jackson, William Contreras, Contreras. uh, Jonathan Lucroy, Kevin Kevin Smith. I forgot about Jeff Mathis. Yeah, and now uh, Stephen Vogt. Yeah, um, that's a good sign. (laughs) Yeah, uh, very good sign. Yeah, uh, to go back to your question that you had posed, I. uh, I think, yeah, they'll try to flip Jock. I think they're going to hope he keep because he's kind of come in strong, I guess. And I think they're going to probably hope that he keeps it up and uh, maybe flip him. But I don't I don't know what they're doing, honestly, because, again, we had we spent most of the episode last week talking about like basically, you know, singing their eulogy. But now yeah. it seems like they're suddenly buyers i, I don't know yeah well, I, they, yeah they looked their offense looked great out it of the did. gate against yeah. the, the the tampa bay rays but their bullpen is kind of in shambles right now yeah um, and it sucked all season and it's just sucking even hard right even harder right now yeah um they just they just uh optioned aj mentor to triple a so like and now they got to start a series against the San Diego Padres, the red hot pods, Ooh, the, the St. James fathers. Um, yeah. So I don't know, man. Uh, they kind of just keep, they're like the Yankees this year. They keep doing just enough to keep you watching and it's really frustrating. Yeah. Well, and it's also, you know, the Mets are, are sucking enough to keep the Braves in it. They're keeping too. the door open, yeah. Yeah. And the but, Phillies Phillies are making a move, too. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the Mets, oh, my God, they almost got swept by the, the, the Buccos from Pittsburgh. Did you guys see that insane play? I, I missed that play, but I, I heard people talking about it. What exactly happened? 
So uh, Nagonsky or whatever from the Pirates, he Uh hit like a dribbler and it bounced. And I'll be honest, like as a lifelong baseball fan, I didn't even really know that this was possible um, because he hit it and it bounced out of the box. It rolled foul, but then started to roll back fair inside the third baseline. I thought if it rolled foul, it was foul. But apparently it can roll back into fair territory and be fair. Mm. Um, I had no idea. Like I if feel, it hasn't passed the base yet or something? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But I've never seen that. And so Taiwan Walker saw it about to roll fair. And keep in mind, the bases are loaded. And so he just takes his glove and scoops it away from the line, which players will do mm-hmm. if it's getting close. Um, but the ump was like, no, that that was fair. You just... And he was arguing with the ump, and while he did that, the bases cleared, and the Pirates ended up going up six nothing. <laughs> and and yeah. while he was so he argued, and I believe he he did not get ejected, but uh, the the Mets manager was ejected, and and I I think a couple people were ejected, um, arguing that call, and then luckily for the Mets, um, oh, and Kyle was saying that the manager's also suspended for the next two games, which is wild. Um, Cause he was frigging ticked off. And luckily the Mets came back and didn't get swept by like the worst team in BNL, the pirates uh, or second worst team. Sorry. The diamondbacks are way worse, but uh, um, so yeah, yeah. but to, to your point, the Mets are like kind of sucking, but so the whole NL East is, it's They're all just yeah, and it's it's crazy because it was supposed to be like the strongest division. Yeah, going second. back to that play real quick, and this is just a needless thought that I have to get out because it's like annoying. Like this foul ball rule that nobody knew about, or you know, just like infield fly and like how does that you know all that shit. It it just makes me feel good to hear that because like when I was a kid growing up. I would constantly get made fun of for liking soccer. And they're like, what are even the rules? I don't even understand offsides. And it's like very easy to understand, <laughs> but like, you're, it's like, you're telling me you understand baseball rules. Cause like nobody knows about half the rules that exist in baseball. I, I felt kind of insane because everyone, all the like recaps I saw were yeah. sort of assuming that you knew this rule. And I'm like, I have played and watched baseball my entire life. I have never heard of this. Yeah. Um, never heard of it. And Kyle's saying that he didn't know about it until pretty recently. And it, it's super rare, obviously, cause I've never seen it. Um, so yeah, it was this weird the thing. Baseball version of the tuck rule or whatever, I guess. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, bizarre. And but yeah, they're leaving the door open, which stinks because I want to totally check out and give up. But you no, know, I feel like for, for the last <laughs> month I've been like, the Braves are done. The yeah, Braves are over, done. But over, I keep finding over. a reason to be like, all right, maybe I'll I'll keep checking in. But I do kind of feel like the Jock Peterson move was like half a PR yeah. move by the front office to be like. We're not giving up. No, no, no. We're not giving up, guys. Look, we just traded for Jock Peterson. And if they're – if by Keep the trade the deadline – Yeah. <laughs> when they're back like 10 games two yeah. weeks from now, they can just flip them and yeah. be like, we tried, but this team sucks too much. Yeah. So. I, I mean, and honestly, if that's the case, like – I, I don't I don't hate it because yeah. – No. They more, didn't give more, up much yeah. to get it. No, they didn't give up very much. And, and more ticket revenue means more money, which means hopefully re-sign Freddie Freeman, and then we get after it next year, because yeah. we'll have some healthy people. Um, Because yeah, even if the Braves manage to make the playoffs somehow this year... Oh, yeah, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a lot of faith. No. Um, Before we get off the Braves, I, you know, to much to the chagrin of anyone listening to this, uh how about max freed man uh as a hitter yeah like we we were giving a ton of love to jacob Degrom, and rightfully so obviously for being able to swing the bat real well and obviously there none of them are shohei otani but max little max there yeah three three knocks yeah swinging a good stick there yeah crazy and uh that was awesome 
so hopefully Freed's back in his like um, top form because he's kind of you know just he gets lots of little nagging injuries like blisters and stuff so mm-hmm. be nice to see him stay healthy and on the flip side unfortunately Jacob Degrom is on the injured list for yeah, the Mets yeah, which yeah, is yeah. tough they've had a you know a lot of teams have had some tough luck this season Braves and Mets especially with injuries so get well soon Jacob because uh, he's really really good also, speaking of the Mets, congratulations to beloved baseball cop Pete Alonzo for proving all, all of us wrong here on the screen and uh, winning the home run, the Dinger Derby uh, last week because we recorded before all that went down. Um, that was so, insane. He It was not even close. No, it, it was. Yeah. It seems like he's trying to make that his thing. Yeah. He's well, be the home run derby guy. And I, and I didn't realize till after the game because he was like locked in and mm-hmm. like he meant business. And I forgot that he's only making like 600 grand this season. I say only, that's more money yeah. than I'll ever make in a year. But uh, he made a million dollars for winning that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like he just doubled his, or, you know, I can't do math, but he just made more money than he normally makes in a year doing in one night of work. So yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. I mean, he's got an incredibly cheesy and dorky personality and his, and all of the young superstars in baseball right now are like cool and have swag and are like, like Acuna and Tatis and, and he, like even Juan Soto is Tim like, Anderson and all those Tim, guys. Yeah. Then like Pete is kind of a huge dork, but hey, good for him. He won a home another home run derby. I do want to point out that he was like bopping and dancing between pitches, and he kept doing that while some kid tore their ACL, it looked like in the outfield, <laughs> shagging fly balls. So uh further cementing his status as a bit of a psychopath. Um, <laughs> also, I saw a thing online that he got kicked out of the bar he went to that night. They like, I think they didn't realize he was Pete Alonzo and they were like, he was like there with his friends or whatever. They were just like having drinks and like the video, like a waitress room comes over. Like, Y'all got to go. We're closing or something. It's just like, what? <laughs> mm. Like he, he wasn't like, being he wasn't being a dick it was just no like, no 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 not at all he was just okay. like hanging out but they, it's like i don't know you have the home run the guy that just won the derby contest like i don't know you stay open yeah. a little bit you, you stay you, open late and you ask can we get some like get, get some pictures out of it and, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, you call some then, people up you have some fun with it you right, help exactly. you hook them up a little embrace um, yeah and then he won that he won the night and then Vladimir Guerrero Jr. just like stole the show at the all-star game. Oh yeah. Thick flatty daddy. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. quite good. Yeah. Um and yeah, so... I love that video that you has shared with us, Kevin, of uh Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and all these other uh Latin players in the outfield talking trash about Garrett Cole. Yeah, I believe it was J.D. Martinez from the Red Sox um, telling Vladdy and a couple other players about how um, Garrett Cole totally snubbed him. Like, he tried to say hi, and Garrett Cole just, like... Kept walking. Kept walking, didn't... So, yeah. And, like, he did this movement when he was, like, telling yeah. his story. <laughs> Garrett Cole, man, he, the guy's, he's pretty insufferable. Yeah, and he's got, like, sick. a high voice. A little high. Yeah. Kind of a nerd. I'm a nerd. Hey, you know, I just am so mad. You're not gonna let me wear you sticky stuff. Um. Yeah. I so, can't uh, cheat in this way either. I've already cheated another way. Yeah. Just let me cheat. So yeah, and a quick MLB overview because I believe we got Giants. Dod. Is it Giants Dodgers tonight? I think so. So that's gonna be a big test for the West. I predict. Um, my personal feeling is I think the Dodgers are gonna they're gonna come they're gonna have the Giants come down to Los Angeles and they're gonna punch them in the mouth literally and figuratively yeah the fans I mean <laughs> yeah yes yes um, but I, I think I think that this is when the Dodgers are gonna start to get to work because 
the Giants kind of won the first half, but I think I, I think it's inevitable that the Dodgers are going to overtake them at some point. But hey, I could be wrong. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, the Dodgers, the, the team is is loaded. They got a lot of talent. They're the defending champs, you know. Yeah, and they're only they're only one game back, so they can basically take first place. Uh, they could tie it up tonight. Um, but other than that, you know, you got, I think the White Sox, uh, they're going to run away with it in the central, uh, looking at, uh, the Red Sox, well, the Rays are now the hottest team in baseball, so they could take first place in the AL East. Um, Stroh's still holding it down in the AL West. Uh, the NL East is a total shit show. The Brew Crew, Milwaukee, Cream City. They're going to run away with it, I think. And yeah, the AL West is going to be it's going to be a real slobber knocker. Yeah, and uh, you know, talking about baseball and the Padres, like shout out to you know the people at Nationals Park with that shooting. Thankfully, it wasn't worse. Um. Yeah, and shout out to Fernando Tatis and them for opening up the dugout to fans to be able to escape in there. I thought that was kind of cool of them to do, but that was a scary, uh, scary thing to see on the old phone. Yeah, yeah. I guess you know it wasn't it wasn't what we've become used to, where it was someone like targeting right regular people. So uh, that's what, a relief, I guess, what, that it was it was an un it wasn't like. I don't know what exactly went down, but it wasn't like somebody showing up to the stadium to try and just kill people for no reason. Right. It was, I don't know. So that's good. At least. Right? I mean, either way, either way we're back as a country. So, Oh yeah, baby. Totally back. So yeah, I don't know any of the details, but I'll take your word for it. But um, thankfully it wasn't worse. You know, it wasn't because like people thought the shooter was inside the stadium. Um, at first, you know, or like that's what I was seeing pop up, and it was just like, yeah. oh my god, yeah, um, that sounds awful. So thankfully, it wasn't worse. Thankfully, like you know, the players and everyone kind of reacted in a in a decent fashion. Um, someone not acting in decent fashion were what Yankees fans throwing balls at Alex Verdugo. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, not not cool. But that, that fan got banned for life for throwing a ball back at Alex Verdugo. I think they hit him right in the lower back. Yeah. And probably just, if nothing else, scared the shit out of him. Yeah. And banned was... from all stadiums, too, by the way, not just Yankee Stadium. Right. Which um, but I, I heard some other people talking about, and I kind of, it was my first thought, too. I was like, wait, how do they enforce that? That's always been my question. Yeah. Because once you put on a hat or get a haircut, yeah, because that's they were saying that with all those NBA fans who got banned, and I had the same thought. I was like, "How do you prevent in a stadium that holds twenty thousand people? How do you target this one person?" Keep because I getting- get stopping him from buying tickets online, but he can just go to a scalper, right? Or, or just have like, a buddy buy his tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lots of ways around it. Yeah. Um, which look, guess, if you've been banned, give us a call. We have a lot of solutions for you. We'll help you out. We'll help you yeah. get in. You know, yep. uh, I have a lot of costumes and fake mustaches and wigs still from my time at trying to be a clown uh, in New York City. So <laughs> I can help you out. I can hook you up. I can rent out the Beatles wig. I got ZZ Top beards. Yeah. Hit Let me up. We'll take yeah, care of you. I think if you walk into a stadium with a Beatles wig and a fake mustache. They're pretty much, I mean, you're good to go. Oh, Ringo, so, Mr. Star, come on in. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's so uh, it's great to be here. Peace and love. I'm spending my money that I got from my cock ring controversy to come see some baseball. <laughs> I got here in a yellow submarine. <laughs> oh, yeah, right this way, sir. Meanwhile, it's that fan. See, we can make yeah, it happen for you. It's that easy. It's that easy, folks. We could, and also if the CIA or the FBI is listening, hey, we all will take jobs with you. Yeah. I know this is kind of elite spy stuff we're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but moral of the story, don't throw 
don't throw crap at players. Like, just don't do that. No, there's not that do that. Cool. You wouldn't like it if someone came to your job and threw a baseball at your back. Right. Yeah. I still think like the solution there should have been like, all right, this is the guy that did it. We can either ban you forever or you come down to the field and you let Alex Verdugo bean you with a ball. Mm, yeah. Eye for an eye that way. And then yeah. it's like, and, and then you can, I, I would, I don't know. I think that'd be fair. Cause it would probably mm. hurt a lot more if a professional baseball player threw a ball at me. Yeah, I agree. Um, I would take that. Like if I were that, I think I would take the, um, like if I was Rob Manfred, that's what I would, I would put down. I think I'd take the public humiliation of that. And then I'd be like, all right, we're even sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, and now I can go to games and I don't have to wear, I don't have to wear a Ringo wig. (laughs) I don't have to be the best beetle. I'm the best. I'm by far the best beetle. I'm everyone's favorite. I wrote the best music. (laughs) That's what everyone says. Everyone knows it. People are saying people are talking. Many are saying, many are saying, Ringo is the best. He had so many rings. And that's why people love the Beatles. They love the rings. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, man. Uh, we got anything else before we get out of here? Um, You know, wrote down. I mean, there's a lot of things that have happened, but. I think that the Atlanta United fired their coach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a real quick for you know, for those of you not following, which is everyone. Um, <laughs> they're like Atlanta United won the, the championship in 2018, the second year of existence. And they have fallen far uh, for various reasons. They Their coach left to bigger things. They brought in a coach who didn't work out. Some of their good players from that team have gone to Europe and have continued their careers growing, which is going to happen. It's natural. It's good. Um, It seemed like they had finally found a coach that could relate to the players because the last guy they brought in was European. And it's like, let's bring in South American guy to deal with these South American players. So they brought in Gabriel Heinze, who's like a very famous. He used to play for Real Madrid. He played for the Argentine national team. He's coached around the world. And so it seemed like it was going to be good, but he's a really intense guy. Uh, he only coached for 13 games. What's ended up happening is he and Atlanta United's best player, Joseph Martinez, cannot stand each other. Um, Joseph is healthy. He's been training on his own away from the team, and he hasn't played in a game in like a month, uh, even though he's available. And there's something that happened between the two of them, and no one knows what it is exactly. No one's said anything yet. Uh, but the team basically had to make the choice. Do we choose the coach or do we choose the club legend who won MVP and was the highest goal scorer in, in history at the time? Uh, and they went with the player, which I uh, agree with. So they had to start yeah. over now. Wow. So there's a whole soap opera going on with the team, uh, which sucked. But, you know, I watched that game yesterday. They lost. Uh, the fans were booing the team. They were chanting for Joseph. They had posters there because again he's he set the record for most goals in a single season of mls in 2018 uh which was broken like the year after two years after but still he's like capable he he's a fuck he's an amazing player and he's Mm -hmm. on your bench just because like you had an argument or something it's stupid yeah that seems dumb Yeah. yeah so coach is gone now tough choice but the soap opera will end there hopefully and he's already been slated that he's going to start on wednesday the joseph so there you go that's good yeah good for them because yeah when i saw them play a couple weeks ago they looked real bad yeah i mean they've had some bad luck they've had some injuries they've had some guy like their best defenders playing for the u.s national team right now joseph was playing for venezuela you know they've had some guys away uh but and the, and the team's also filing a grievance with this coach they just fired because of the training tactics. Cause they say he trained people till they got injured. Cause he was one of those like Dick in the dirt. We're going to be nails and we're going to be mm-hmm. tougher than everyone else. And I'm going to run you till you puke um, kind of coach. And it wasn't really, it's not working. So yeah. 
There we well, go. Good riddance, then. Good riddance to him. Yeah. See you in hell, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also heard part of that grievance and part of the problem was that he wasn't allowing players to drink milk anymore. Oh. Uh, he took that away and it's like, no, we're only drinking. Um, uh, what is it? That that weird tea that Argentines drink that they love. Oh, um, oh mote. Yeah. Mate, mate. Mate. Yeah. The stuff Lionel Messi likes. Mm. Um, so yeah, he, he made them drink mate instead of milk and no milk in the mate. And uh, you gotta so, have yeah. milk in the mate or yeah, leche. Yeah. Of course. I wonder if he was getting paid off by big mate. He might have been. Yeah. It may have been a whole conspiracy. Yep. Unbelievable. But he's gone now, so hopefully they'll bring the milk back and uh, we'll be good to go. (laughs) Yum, yum. (laughs) Well, let's hope we can get some of this Bessie's milk in game six. Yeah, milk. That'd be great. I'm, I'm doing my best to get out there. So Now that I know I have an extra day. Yeah. Uh, Road I trip. Might just, I might fire up the chopper actually. Oh, just chopper out to Milwaukee? Yeah. A quick little chopper ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a quick uh, 10 hour chopper ride. Yeah. Which, cho- which chopper? The Vroom Vroom or the Spinny in the Sky Chopper? Oh, good point. Because, you know, the sports lords, we have every vehicle and all we have every terrain. Fleet. We have a whole fleet. We got doubles of the chopper, the vroom vroom chopper, triples okay. of the whirly bird chopper. Um, yeah. And our so, chopper yeah. was designed by the that father son Orange County chopper guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ones the guys from the team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. They're they're right up up uh, upstate here in Orange County, New York. Right? Are they in yeah, California? New Jersey, or is it New York or New Jersey? I think it's New York. I think yeah. just up above like Putnam County. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great show, clearly. We still love it. We still watch it. Oh, yeah. Every that, night. That and Ink Master, you know, love it. Sure, sure. Every night. And Pawn Stars. Yeah, watch that. Don't watch Space Jam if you're a grown-up. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Kevin's firing up the chopper, heading over there. You know, we'll see if we get that milk. And uh, we'll be back next week with another classic episode of the sports lords just like this one and every other one we've ever done i don't know well, sounds good we'll see you guys then in the meantime we'll stay safe yeah download um, the worldwide sports radio network app check out the other shows on uh, the worldwide sports radio network and support the, the whole darn thing and have a freaking killer summer i hope everyone's just enjoying the heck out of it yeah, it's white boy summer, and by white boy we mean milk. Milk boy yeah. summer. Yeah, it's Milky. slang. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, go outside with your milk and soak it on up. Nothing like milk on a hot day. <laughs> nope. Um, but yeah, we um, we're gonna get out of here. Watch the watch the sports. And uh, we'll talk to y'all next week on another episode of Sports Lords. See you later, folks. Bye-bye. Howdy. Howdy. Goodbye. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network.